in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're reviewing the latest continuation of the slasher series, Scream. Realistically, this is Scream 5, but in a very uh, typical way of a lot of movies nowadays that have this kind of requel a reboot nature, the original title is used to launch this film. So here we are, Scream was due to come out in 2021, but again, with all the COVID stuff going on, it was pushed to early 2022. And this was going to see a return of some of our legacy characters from the original four films with the batch of new characters. You know, the thing too with Taylor, this is we're not doing a spoiler review for this one. You know, I think Scream Something about these films that's always fun is you have a slew of characters and you're always guessing the whole time which one is the killer or the killers. Uh, and we don't want to spoil that for you today. So uh, definitely want you guys to go check out this movie in theaters. But, um, you know, Wes Craven was the director of the first four. Obviously, he did a lot with horror, Nightmare you know, on Elm Street and many, many others. But setting up Scream, it was this first real unique meta take on the horror franchise and as a slasher franchise this is the first one without him of course he passed a few years ago this was directed by matt bettinelli open and tyler gillett with the screenplay by james vanderbilt and guy Busick. so what were your thoughts going into this and did this new one hold up for you based off the legacy of this franchise um i was very excited i had gotten into the series later during my college year so i did like you know fall and uh enjoyed scream four and i thought that was the end of it but when this came came out i was actually pretty pumped about it i love the the, the main kind of trio of david arquette courtney cox and eve campbell i like those three and they've been a great staple for these films so i was pretty excited plus the casting of this really excited me Going into it, pretty pumped. Didn't really watch many of the trailers because I was like, you know what? Let's go on blind. Let's uh, do it. <laughs> well, yeah, let's do it. And I think it's a good idea, most movies. So when I went and saw the film, uh, I really thought, you know, obviously you know what you're getting into. I thought the plot, I thought it was very interesting change up of kind of really, kind of a nice callback to the original movie and a great way to add new characters. But what was so great about the first film was the characters were, were fun. Like the dialogue was really great. I just thought some of the dialogue options were kind of like too meta and too like silly. Like these are supposed to be supposed to be like a group of friends. First of all, there's too many friends, I thought, uh, to kind of figure out who's who. You know, I'm like, wait a second. I, I just know these people from all these shows, but I don't really get why they're here. And they didn't act like friends. Like they were really turning on each other too quickly. Um but I love the kills. The kills are great, much more graphic, much more gory and bloody. Um, so that was really good. And I did like they mixed it up a little bit, went for broke without spoiling anything. And there was some big game changing stuff. And I thought that was really great that the filmmakers, they were told, just do do what you want. They went a little bit outside of what the norm of Scream is, I thought. Yeah, I think they they definitely honored what Wes Craven had done in the past. But they had to, you can't just repeat the formula. And we have to have a purpose of why we have this new story being told, you know. Don't go back, back to, to formula. formula. 
<laughs> so, you know, for brief plot here, this movie is set 25 years after the original events of Scream. And we have this young character who has been attacked um, at, at our house uh, by a ghost face. And so it's like, oh, crap, ghost face is back. And we're not really sure, you know, this what's going on. But this young girl, and it's very reminiscent of the original phone call scene that Drew Barrymore had in the first film. Uh, and this was played by uh, Jenna Ortega, plays Tara. She's brutally attacked. And you, you obviously get that from the trailer, but she survives. So this baits her sister, Sam, played by Melissa Barrera, who we just loved in, in the Heights. And her boyfriend, Richie, who's played by Jack Quaid, who, of course, we love from The Boys, uh, to try to come down to, you know, check out what's going on. And we see it, seen a slew of her friends and trying to unmask what's going on in the town. And yeah, there was some there was some leaps, I think, in this film in terms of let's play with some plot devices that I think could affect which way the guessing game is going to go throughout the film. There definitely was some brutal murders in this. Uh, you know, I think especially nowadays, what we have in terms of special effects for makeup, for blood, what they can do nowadays, definitely, I think some of the stuff was was increased uh, from some of the previous films. But one thing I think is always a funny thing about these Scream films is unlike you know, your Michael Myers, your Jason Voorhees, even your Freddy Krueger at times, for some reason, whoever the killer or killers are in these films, they always get beat to hell. Like somehow the, the, the victims always can fight back. And it's like Ghostface is a string bean that just bounces around. Like it cracks me up. It's like they're they're kind of invincible. You know, they get they get slashed as well. They get shot and they always hit come by, back. Hit, it's they like, get hit by cars and whatnot. And uh, a little bit, he's been a uh, the Ghostface character is very bit of a clumsy, you know, which I love. There's there's a comedic nature in a way to it, um, and, and especially because you know it's obviously menacing. Something just goofy. It makes me laugh when like one of the characters will fight back and then he he like falls back or she falls back or it might be into like a glass case and it's just like cartoony. But yeah, I think there was some great casting in here and they did a thing where a lot of these characters were related or connected to some of our previous cast members. So for example, we know that, you know, we had the great Jamie Kennedy who, you know, obviously plays Randy in the original two films it's like his sister's kids who are twins are now kind of filling in that boat of the character that, you know, oh, you know, the rules of a horror movie. And this is a requel. And I thought that was kind of a thing that was kind of cool about this is that they do have a whole bunch of conversation about what is it now that Hollywood's doing where they do this kind of reboot of a franchise with legacy characters, new characters continuing all that conversation was very meta in this. And I think it actually was very smart because that is something that we've been dealing with is the toxic fan base of how sometimes people that like the old stuff don't necessarily agree with the new stuff or the new stuff deletes the old stuff. So I thought that was pretty interesting too, how they did that, but it was great to have our, our three, you know, lead characters back. Um, David Arquette definitely, I think was the best of the three for this film. He had more to do. There definitely was not as much for Courtney Cox and Neve Campbell to do, but uh, it was nice to see them at you know, the very end. But overall, I enjoyed this scream. It wasn't my favorite of the five, but it had some great moments, some good thrills, 
told some new stories and it did in a way leave it where I wonder if there'd be a potential for a continuation now again, you know, now that we've relaunched this series, you know, we had the TV show as well. Will we get more scream? You know, this main character of Sam has potential to kind of maybe take over the franchise. Now, if there was to be, you know, typically the storyline is someone tries to repeat the ghost face killings because of a personal vendetta or something. Who knows? We could see, you know, I thought they both did really great. Sam and Tara, these two actresses as sisters. I would love to see them continue with their story. Maybe like a, a sister kind of team up, you know, in the spirit of like Courtney Cox and uh, Neve Campbell's character. But yeah, 100% agree. I love the callbacks to great horror films, especially Sam Carpenter, Samuel Loomis, uh, John Carpenter. Uh, and just, yeah, a lot of fun. You know what you're getting into. Definitely, I would agree, not my favorite of the five, but I would like to see the franchise continues. But you can see this now in theaters. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.